guys. Welcome back, all you freaks and geeks and ghouls and spooks and what? Tweaks and freaks. <laughs> Welcome back to All Hallows E B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B that's right. Every day is Halloween. Attention Deficit Order, Season 16, Episode 3. Is that right? I'm your host, Chris, and this is... I'm Skip. Yeah. Woo! We're all living with snakes and lizards, guys. Woo! Yeah, finally. All the goths can come out and look normal. Come on, it's goth season. It's National Goth Month. Goth Awareness Month? Is what? Goth Awareness Month. Goth Awareness Month um, is um, October. Woo! What was that? Sorry. Is that everyone wear your black ribbon? Uh, wear your black ribbon and wear your, um, uh, what is it, the uh, manscara and your guy liner. Bring out the guy liner. It's Halloween, you goth guys. All right. Yeah. Woo! Oh, hold on. There we go. All right. We're all back here. Let's see. Um, who are we? Yeah, we're attention deficit order, guys. Listen to us in SoundCloud. And uh, that's it. You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play, but go to SoundCloud if you want to see all of it. Good job. You know, my speaker just went off when I said Google Play. So I had to mute it. Whew, man. So, yeah, so um, Homeboy died from, uh, uh, what's it called? Airplane. Jefferson Airplane. He's gone. And his name is uh, Marty Ballin, founder of Jefferson Airplane, dead at 76. Died in a plane crash. No. Uh, <laughs> Dark what do you have? It was his starship crash. Oh, his starship crash. His Jefferson starship crash. That's what happened, guys. I never got that as a kid. You know, the starship airplane. That whole thing. Until later. I'm like, okay, whatever. No one cares. You know, and then he just killed his whole career with we built the city. And, you know, that's the last time we're going to see him. That's what everyone knows him by is we built the city. Yeah, and the white too. Well, but that was what's her face singing. He so he brought the music, but yeah. As far as like, he's like, hey, let me try behind the mic. <laughs> uh, man, we built this city. No, you didn't. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, guys. The uh, you can also get a human Uber. Do you see that in Japan? No. A uh, human Uber. Um, it has a, uh, what is it? It's basically like people walk around with an iPad on their face. And they go outside for you. It's like, um, it's like, uh, what's it called? Surrogates. You know, but, but it's like, so you put an iPad on your face, right? And then you walk around for somebody else. So, oh, I need to go to a 
and this person would strap an iPad on and I would be there like by a telepresence or something? No, via iPad on the face. This is, this is very crude. Just Google, just look it up. Look up um, human Uber and it will show Japanese guys with iPads on their faces walking around. And I thought it was really strange. Why? What loser, you know, has to be... You know what I mean? It's like, it's making TaskRabbit look like a fucking, like you've hit pay dirt. You know, that's really weird. They've got like a helmet with an iPad strapped to the front. (laughs) It's like a motorcycle helmet with an iPad where the face mask would be. That's what I mean. It's called what? Human Uber? Uh, They they call it the chameleon mask. The chameleon mask? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Do they play uh, Comic Chameleon? <laughs> that should be as you're waiting for the, the call to connect. It better be. All right, hold on a second. Plug this in. There we go. Bam. Okay, now we're all set up. Okay, recording. Uh, Karma Chameleon. Is that what you want to hear? It, if you insist. But... Let's see. Karma Chameleon. If you guys don't know that song, it's a classic um, from a guy named Boy George. I had his album. I remember my parents got me the Boy George. It was Colors. I think the name of the album was Colors. The Colors album, I think. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And that's when he didn't know what the hell music was. You know? And like my, my other brother got Men Without Hats. Oh. And I got this. George without hats. You'd rather have Boy George and Man Without Hats? Absolutely. <clears throat> but my brother got Man Without Hats. My other brother got Thompson Twins. I got Culture Club. And in the 80s, you yes. know. And much less rock culture than either of the other two. I don't know. In the 80s, though. When you were into punk rock and fucking heavy metal, yep. and, you know. Three, though. Those are my free choice. <clears throat> I don't know. I take Thompson Twins over uh, Karma Chameleon. Mm. Uh, yeah, way, way over. Culture Club has some hits, but I like Thompson Twins better. Uh, and this guy became really weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um... So yeah, that was weird. Or we would get those mixtapes with, um, it would be like, Metal Now. And it would just be like, you know, Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue. Uh, Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. Oh, and then it would be like, um, Blackout by Scorpions. And then, you know, just be singles from all these metal bands. You know, and that's how they put out single. And it would be a cassette tape with all these different bands on it. I do. Remember those? And like it'd be like put out by Metal Blade Records, go oh, yeah, you know, when Metal Blade was still a fucking <laughs> was still a thing. I don't know if they are anymore. I don't, I don't think they are. Remember Metal Blade Records? No, I, you can't see it. It was Metal Blade, and their symbol was like a blade with like a little bit of blood dripping off of it. It's like Metal Blade, and the B was like a. Yeah, that was like. That, that was basically like they like they put out like DRI all these fucking albums. Mm. 
You know, and they just tanked. They probably just did all their money in coke. You know. Probably. As the, uh... So yeah, so Karma Chameleon. Classic. We, yeah, at the time, people didn't know what the fuck was going on. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> now it's common practice. But in like 1980, whatever the fuck. Jesus Christ, man. So, but back to, instead of Karma Chameleon them playing that. What the fuck? Literally, what the hell's up with these people? That they have to have an iPad on their face. What, what is so wrong with their life? That they, have to put an, that they have to put an iPad on their face. You know, they hack it as drivers. They all of a sudden are in this. Instead of being Uber drivers, you said? <clears throat> okay, hold on. You're breaking up. You're talking? I know. Um, let's do this Skype connection. Because I think... All right, let me, let me call you. Yep. All right, hang up. I'm hanging up. Get out of here. Okay, so that's what happens with Skype. When okay, let's do a video call. I think it works better when I call him, but you never know. But yeah, who put an iPad on their face? I would not put an iPad on my face. Not at all. How low? Do you have to be to put an iPad on your face? See, now it's not connecting at all. <laughs> Damn it! See, so you have iPads, mine just fell over. Uh, tweet at ADO Radio if you like. Um, Boy George. Oops, hold on. There we go. There we go. person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. Right, I'll wait for him to call me. It's exciting radio, guys. It's exciting. But, you know, that's what happens. Oh, man. Why don't I just plug this in over here? Oops, sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> I'm going to wait for him to call me now. Uh-oh, he's typing. Try again. Here we go. Ringing. It's ringing, guys. It's ringing. Okay. Um. See now, it won't reach him at all. His Skype is. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the beep. Uh, you're unavailable, dude. I can't reach you. I have no idea what's happening, guys. He's online. But his Skype won't um, him call me. You know how Skype is, guys. So let's see. Um, what else did we watch? Oh, I'm waiting. Oh, this is what I'm doing right now. While we're waiting for this guy. My The Halloween tickets have almost gone on sale. Almost. Meaning... When I type it in, the um, like the tickets are there, but it says available soon. But the times are there, but the tickets 
aren't ready yet. So I'm thinking, I've been trying all day and last week. So I'm thinking that uh, the um, tomorrow, hopefully, I'm going to check every hour. I'm checking uh, 3 a.m., 9 a.m., uh, 9 p.m. Well, I did, I'm going to check at 9 p.m. I'm going to check again at 9 p.m. I'm just telling them about my uh, tickets. What's up? Uh, dude, I don't know what's going on with Skype. I wasn't getting any of the calls on um, my computer. It was only coming through on my phone, which isn't set up to be part of all this. So. Oh, uh, weird. Maybe that's why it was weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this piece of shit is doing. Oh, you sound better now. But I'm t talking about Halloween tickets. They've almost gone on sale. Uh, the um, Now the times have come up. 7 p.m. In Dolby um, Prime, in a Prime screen, Thursday night, I'm going. Uh, the tickets aren't on sale yet, but the uh, available, the times are. Like I was telling the people. But I've been checking this thing for the past, what, three weeks? They put it up and they took it down. They put it up and they took it down. Just a mess. Oh, yeah, but if you, you have to go in. This is what you have to do. You have to go in there and type in the movie Halloween. If you go to the theater looking for it on the 18th, it won't even show up. But if you have to, you go into the app, type in Halloween, then go to the theater, then it will show up. So that's another way to get tickets a little bit early. Because most people just go in the app, oh, it's not there yet. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to check back later. Or you can go through Fandango. Because sometimes they're available through Fandango, like maybe an hour or two earlier. These are all skill sets you have to learn from buying tickets. Huh. In the modern age, you know, you have to be on top because everyone's gotten so lazy. I'd, I'd get in line to go see, to get Halloween tickets, you know. But nope. You have to battle, battle all the digital people. Just like what was that Ticketmaster when the like a while ago where they got busted where they're actually having scalpers buy their tickets and selling them? Yeah, up and everything. Holy shit! That, of course they would. Fucking assholes. Yeah, of course. <sighs> Still drinking water. Eight months in. There you go. Only water. I haven't drank soda, lemonade. Apple juice, uh, anything like that. Iced tea, sparkling water, nope. Just straight flat water with ice is all I've been drinking. And um, yeah, nothing flavored. It's kind of weird. Mm. That is a little... <clears throat> what? I don't drink a lot of other stuff. I mostly stick with water and coffee, but... You know, every once in a while I'll have a soda or something like that. I, won't even, I haven't even drank it. I've drank enough sodas in my lifetime. Yeah. But that's true. <laughs> like, eh, I don't even really feel like one. You know, it's strange. Going cold turkey, just like with smoking. But with smoking, I got off with uh, video games to keep my idle hands busy and um, sunflower seeds and chewing gum. Got me off smoking. Yeah. 
I remember. And then I had to kick sunflower seeds. <laughs> yeah, but that's so bad. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I don't even want them now. I was like, eh, I don't need them. Once in a while, they're great. But, you know, I used to eat them all the time. Let's see. Uh, okay, Jefferson Airplane dead. And also, the okay, we're talking about Robot Face Man. Okay, right, with the guy with the... with. So they send them out to these, they send these guys out to get to do menial menial tasks like hey go to the store buy me a coke and walk to my house right is that what they're doing I don't That's get not it from the brief article that I read what are what are they doing they're like so let's say you've got a meeting to go to but for whatever reason you can't get there you sent one of these assholes with the iPad on his face. And then you hop on your laptop at home or whatever, and your face appears on the iPad. So then all of a sudden you're at this meeting that you're supposed to be at. Why? Why don't they just do video conferencing? Uh, that's a great question. Other than <laughs> it being Japan and they like to do weird shit. Or know. they're just like, okay, um... I like to talk with my hands, so it's like the thing's going to be like moving his hands around while you talk. You know, and expressing itself. Going like, fuck you, man. What the fuck? Right? You might not last long. Sure. And then, well, no, but that, that's what you're expressing that what the other person wants you to. When he's telling the people to fuck off through the iPad, you have to emote with your fingers the same, you know, right? The same way. Sure. Just all, God damn it. Yeah. Dude. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Uh, oh, that iPhone tombstone in Russia was funny. Let's see. Okay. Um, oh. There you go. Hellfest. All right, let's rate that piece of shit while we're at it. <clears throat> Let's do it. But Hellfest. Okay, it's a rated R movie. In the middle of it's an original concept. Working for you know, it's like teenagers go to an amusement park, you know, like and the whole thing is made up like a horror theme park like the ones are doing right now everywhere. Right? All over the place. And then, right. and now, and then the, um, okay, here we go. Here's the, oh man, where's the song I wanted? Oh, well, and then they, uh, so they all, so the opening of the movie is almost like a, uh, um, what, a, uh, it's trying to be like a throwback to a bad eighties movie. Right. But I think it's a different movie. They filmed this beginning, um, almost to sell the movie. Like as a concept, that's what it's. That's how cheap it looked. And then I'm like, oh, this is the real movie. When they get to like the, the meat and bones. Oh, here we go. We'll do body count. No, what do I do that one? God, it's a horrible soundtrack. There we go. Bam. Bam. No. There you go. It's your favorite song. Is your song of the year? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is right on my 
Hellfest. Hellfest. Starring nobody you know or care about. Uh, some of the funniest parts in the movie were... Uh, there's a mallet murder, which is funny. Like, laugh out like I'm like, ha! You know, because he happens to go... He ha I'll spoil it for you. Okay, so the killer is like a guy with a mask. And he wears different masks every year, I guess. So they're trying to make this like a serial thing. So when the... Um, when the guy's crawling up the fucking uh, up the ramp, like no, like no, he's he's in the back. He he's in the back of the amusement park. The killer is back there with him. Uh, he tries to pick up a mallet when he walks back. He's like, oh, he's like, nope, not gonna do that. And then he goes, runs, and hides. The killer picks up the mallet, right, like with ease. And then uh, <laughs> and basically shows it to him. And holds it straight out with his arm out, you know? He's like, I get it. You know? You're stronger than me, I get it. And then he trips the guy with the mallet when he tries to run away. And now he's crawling away. And he smacks him in the head with the mallet. And uh, he happens to be leaning on one of those strongman things with the bell. And so it smashes his head. And the, uh, and the bell goes up and ding. Hilarious. Uh, that was a big build up for that. Uh, yeah, that. Um, How do you not do, do that? Uh, that was funny. Uh, there was one time. There was one where Chick gets gutted. Uh, the whole thing was he was gutting the chicks and hanging them inside the amusement park so people wouldn't find him for days because you know these things are open for weeks at a time. You know, and people wouldn't find these bodies for days because they thought they were part of the uh, attraction. You know, so. Eh. Whatever. Right. But it was, you know, it's Halloween, guys. We're getting ready for Halloween. Uh, none of the ghouls and ghosts could be here this season. They might be here later towards, maybe closer towards Halloween. Dracula said he might stop by. Uh, the Mummy. And uh, Frankenstein. Right now, they're uh, they're busy. But they will be around, guys, so don't fret. Okay? Don't think they're not showing up this season. Right, Skip? That's right. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Uh, Hellfest. Amusement park murder movie. I've seen worse. You know, I saw it twice. I saw it once by myself and once with my daughter. So, like, hey. Two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five smashed heads. Hmm. It's alright. For a horror movie. I'm waiting for my Halloween, guys. That's the big movie this this uh, Halloween. It's Halloween. I'm trying to think of another horror movie coming out. Uh, but that mm -hmm. makes... The what? I said I don't... But that makes... Hallow's Eve. I don't know, man. The, oh, I also saw Fahrenheit 11.9, which wasn't, surprisingly, wasn't all Trump-hated. It was pretty down the middle. He exposed uh, Obama for doing shit. He exposed, um, who is it? Like, 
he was just saying that like, you know Obama you know incarcerated as many illegal aliens if not more than Trump and uh okay but hold on one sec because this is bullshit and I've heard this fucking argument and uh and uh, what was the other thing um how he didn't drink the water in Detroit he didn't do so, anything in Detroit so with, just with the water epidemic <laughs> Obama only put kids who were unaccompanied in their own uh, little holding facilities while they were processed for deportation or amnesty. Trump took families that showed up at the border and physically separated parents from kids. So you cannot compare the two in my mind. If you have a 14-year-old who shows up by himself, where are you going to put him? You're not going to put him in an in a adult jail. I don't know. They're both assholes in my opinion. Both yeah, presidents. Trump takes the goddamn cake. I don't know. I think Obama got away with a lot also. It's just we liked him more and we let him do it. Trump no. we hate so much. No. To be honest. Trump we hate thing- so much, we, we don't let him get away with shit. And he, I know he's fucking up everything, but I'm saying more than any other president. But yeah, that's what I think. I Both sides are lame. I certainly don't agree everything that obama did in office but like even clinton man he was a a hillbilly you know racist asshole from arkansas you know i disagree with that assessment either the the big difference was at least for me that things got better for the people in the middle under obama and to some extent but under clinton for sure yeah Uh, and they've only got worse under trump Oh, yeah, I know that. But I'm saying it just goes back and forth every time. There is no... Uh, and it, it's on purpose. It's not like they, they're really fighting. It's just, oh, we'll just pull back and forth and make it look like we're doing stuff, but we're not. You know, both sides... You know, we'll just make it look like a rat race and make both sides yell at each other while we do real stuff. That's what's happening. That's what's been happening since 9-11. You know, right? Or am I wrong? They're making us argue over petty shit like this fucking Kavanaugh bullshit while real shit's going on. You know what I mean? You know, there I disagree. Kavanaugh's a fucking big deal, man. It is, but it's not. You know what I mean? It is, but it doesn't need to be a media circus. Deal with it in court. Don't make it a media circus. The Supreme interprets the laws passed by Congress or the actions of the executive branch in light of the Constitution. They are... I don't deal with it in court, though, but don't make a media circus out of it and make us as people point... You know what I mean? Us, like, pushing everything around. You know what I mean? I'd rather know what's happening. I would... I want to know what this asshole is supposed to have done because... No, yeah, I know that. I know. We'll know what's what he's done and stuff, but I don't need to watch it for 10 hours on TV. You know, I can I can hear transcripts later or whatever the fuck, what they that said. Is, there, it's a media circus for no reason. But I have a, I've had a problem with the 24-hour news cycle from CNN, MSNBC. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's birthed off of 9/11. The 24-hour news cycle is birthed from 9/11. There was not 24-hour news until we attacked Iraq and all that, and then it just became a media circus from then on out. And they need to fill that 24-hour news cycle with something. So they'll make anything a big deal now. And now nothing's a big deal. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. 
Both sides are fucked. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. And the, and the next election is going to be crazy, too. Oh, yeah, the next election. That's... And I, I'm not saying he will win, but if he does win, I will not be surprised at all. You know, with the way everything's being pushed around, I wouldn't well, this, be. This next election is not for president. I know uh, that, I know that. But I'm saying the big, the presidential election, I'm saying if he does win, I would not be surprised. If the Democrats take the House, uh, then Trump will not make it to his second term. I don't know. If they do, though. It's you know. pretty likely at this point. Who's going to take his place, though? That's what I want to know. Uh, fuck. Anyone better than him? Who? But who? Name me one person right now who could run this country as crazy as it is. Uh-huh. Who? Uh, well, let's see. I would say, I mean, people that I would support, uh, for, for president would tend toward the left side of things. So, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but I think Elizabeth Warren could do a damn good job. Um, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, um, I appreciate their, their perspective on things and, and, uh, they're not so- going to, there's not going to be another black president anytime soon. So Booker's up. Later, mm. Booker. <laughs> Just go take a nap, Booker. You don't know. I know. We'll have another. We'll have a woman president before another black president. We need to go through a cycle. We've had a black president. Now we've had an asshole racist president. Now we need to go to a woman president, and then we can maybe a Mexican. You know, maybe you know, maybe Tongan. Maybe the Rock could be the next president. You know. Yeah, and he could <laughs> slam whoever disagreed with him. Right, right. Who's going to argue with him? <laughs> he could, he could easily run for president. Right. He would probably win just by name recognition. Oh yeah, it's like what the Rock? I'm definitely. It says the Rock on the voting ballot. You're like, okay, we're voting the Rock, guys. Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Everything right now is crazy. Uh, yeah. Like I watch by next week, like this time next week, all the shit will have hit the fan, and either you know either something big will happen or nothing. But they'll they'll make it a big deal even if nothing happens. You know, what what's the worst outcome? He could get in, and then someone could run up and shoot him. You know, you know pull a, like a pull a uh, uh, what, what is it? I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, you know, especially in that movie I watched, uh, Assassination Nation. (laughs) It's all left-wingers going crazy with guns, you know. So I think that's the next move. Left-wing gun crazy. And then people will be like, okay, left and right are now doing it? Yeah. And they'll be like, that's the case. What? You know? Most of the gun violence perpetrated is by right-wing folks, man. I know, but I'm saying what, that's the next step, is left-wing gun violence to, to combat the right-wing gun violence. Nah, what's going to happen is gonna, they're going to double and triple down on gun control. Uh, you know, that's what's going to happen. And then they're going to ban Fortnite, and then everyone's going to be up in arms. Once they ban Fortnite and saying it's um, influencing children to go out and buy more weapons, you know, 
Once they try to ban more video games, that's, that's the next step again. They're going to go after video games again. Because they already tried to, trying to make them an addiction and everything. So, yeah. The big difference, though, is that uh, the Supreme Court's already ruled that video games are an art form, and so they are protected by the First Amendment. So that'd be a, a tough road to hoe. No, I'm saying that the addictive quality. So they're going to go for the addictive thing since they couldn't do the, um, <clears throat> what's it called? The, uh, not the addictive thing. Yeah, since they couldn't do the violent, that they cause gun violence. So now they're going to say they're addictive to children. You mm -hmm. play them too much. You know, that's going to be the, uh, the next, the next com, the next thing instead of cigarettes or sugar or fats or, uh, what's the other thing they attack? Um, GMOs or, okay. or what else do they attack? Like, what's Vaccine. all, like, bad not to eat? What was that? What did you say? Vaccine. Oh, vaccines. It's going to be, um, yeah. It's going to be electrical of some, like a, a, like, like a device, some kind, like they're trying to do right now. But, like, more so. They're going to control us through, or control the devices and how much we use them. They already somewhat do. By uh, slowing everything down, like with uh, certain products, to buy the new ones, so you can have the newest technology to watch you buy, you know. <laughs> They're almost forcing, you know what I mean? They're making technology a necessity almost now. Mm -hmm. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? I don't know. I think that's, they're slowly weeding it into our lives to where we need it com constantly. For, uh, you know, otherwise we're labeled as like Amish hillbillies if we don't have an a iPhone or an Android phone. Or, you know, or we're not hooked up to the internet in some way. You know, oh, I just have a landline. You're a fucking hillbilly. You know, so I don't know, it's weird. Right or no? You know, it'll be interesting to see what develops over the next four or five years. That's for sure. In the next four or five years, it's going to be all electric. Electric cars. And then everything's going to be on a power grid. And then they're going to, um, like, they're, like, they're going to throttle our internet even more. You know, oh, now everyone likes to stream video games at their houses and make money that way? Okay. Hike up their rate if they like to stream video games. Oh, they're streamers. Let's hike up their rate even more, you know. That's what's going to happen because they can't make money because people are now like there's a lot of like job wanted signs like for, you know, part time jobs like high school kids because a lot of them are streaming now and making 10 times more money than they would at a fucking nine to five job. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially like in this area, I'm noticing there's a lot of part time job signs up. You know, when there wouldn't normally be. I think all these kids are streaming and making money uh, off social media. You know, as opposed to like a normal job, you know. Like a 9 to 5 job. They'll go fucking 12 to 4 and make, you know, a thousand bucks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
It's like, fuck, that's the next, that's what's happening and the government's not liking it. They're noticing the trend of people not going to their blue-collar 9-to-5 clock-in, clock-out jobs. You know, and the only people that are going to be around are um, utilities and necessities. You know what I mean? It'll be doctors, medical field, dentists. Uh, and even them, because uh, my mom's in college counseling, she's noticing computer engineering skyrockets over doctors now. That's like, it's not even a fucking, it's not even a thing anymore. Computer engineering is the future. Doctors, they're hard to find now. Because people aren't going into medical school. It's too fucking expensive. And they're, um, and they're, uh, and, uh, and they're racially profiling Asians, not letting Asians into Yale or Harvard. Because they're too good. And then... That's hilarious. We don't want a bunch of slant eyes in our fucking alumni pictures. You know, they want it all white boys. You know, right? We don't want some uh, flatheads or zipper heads on our uh, alumni. That's what it really is. But yeah, that's the future, man. Mm. But then NYU recently said that uh, everyone in the medical school doesn't have to pay tuition. Because no one was fucking going to medical school. So they're like, uh, let's give it away for free. Uh, let's see what... <laughs> right? They're just like, uh, we're desperate. Uh, come on, guys. Let's help people. Not- you know? But yeah, how smart do you have to be to be in there, though? You know what I mean? Uh, really smart. You have to have like a 9.0 grade point average. And like... And pretty exclusive. And you have to have, like, a fucking... Your, your SATs have to be 7 million. And then you're, like... It's just insane, right? And then you have to have a personality. Then you have to write a fucking... Oh, I went to school. This is why I like to go to school. And then write a 400-page essay about why you want to go to that medical school. It's like, ugh. Right? It's a pain in the ass, man. And, and people aren't, that's why they're giving away for free now. So if you can do it, man, go for it. You know, all schools should be free. It's education, man. Yeah. I think up until uh, you get your bachelor's degree. Yeah, you can pay for some, but like, you know, schooling should be, you know, like water or, you know. <laughs> fire service, any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, water, fire, it should be, it's like a utility, you know. It should be mandatory for society to move forward. So why charge for it? Mm-hmm. It's insane. But nope. Look how much money we're making off these college kids. <laughs> and it's not even the universities that are really making the money. The money's being made by banks and financial institutions that are, are funding the loans for all of these crazy fucking courses. Well, yeah, they put these kids in debt right off the bat. It's like, hey, well, welcome to debt. You're 21. Here's forty thousand dollars debt, if not eighty or a hundred and eighty thousand. I always get to say, like a doctor walks away from medical school with like two hundred and twenty thousand dollars in debt typically. That's insane, dude, to put on somebody's head. That's so much pressure. That's a fucking home. Like, yeah. The- <laughs> you know, outside of California you can buy a home for that amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anywhere outside of California. They want in Detroit you can buy a whole block for that much money. No, that's like half of Detroit, dude. Okay, fine. Half of Detroit. 
You can buy half of Detroit for that much money. Yeah. But yeah, they're just making all this money, man, and just do what? You know? Doing what? Uh, oh, so yeah, financial institutions are just using that money to, you know, buy a few congressmen here and there. <laughs> Stuff like that. Mm, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and then you just go, oh, now we have donations from rich white people for our schools. Sodas, man. I know I don't have any sodas, so I can't. <laughs> right. perfect, man. No. Alright, so who's that now? It's everyone's favorite foot in mouth fucking punk fan, no effects. No effects. Yeah. No fix. <clears throat> I thought it was no fix. I'm like, who's no fix? See why that would be confusing when you're a kid. I'm like, oh, no fucks, man. Like, no, it's no effects. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, like, no given? No effects? No effects? No effects given? <laughs> there you go. Nofix. Nofix, I think it was. Oh, speaking of Nofix, um, Ewan McGregor. Might play Black Mask in the Birds of Prey movie. And, okay, I wanted to go over this also. Um, who is it? Okay. Proper movie theater attire. I have to remind everybody again. Pants are always good. Uh, pants. And some lady was sitting next to me with fucking white shoes on. I'm like, who the Fuck. Brings white shoes to a goddamn movie. So, I had another guy sitting next to me in a white jumpsuit. You know, in a dark theater. You know how bright that is? Yeah, he glowed in the dark as soon as a lighter scene showed up. He had, like, you know, like the bandana with the hat on top of the bandana. Mm. And then he had the, uh, the sweat pants and then, like, the tank top. With a sweatshirt and like the white sweatpants. And then like it was all red and white. And then there was like uh, red and white Nikes. Wow. I was like, ugh. One of those people. Mm hmm. It was disgusting. Everything's got a match. No, it was, um. What was it like? Yeah, red and white, everything. Yeah, it was, ugh. 
<clears throat> they had like the Yi Usa. He kind of looked like um, uh, what's your your friend uh, Riff Raff? <laughs> My friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he almost looked like your buddy Riff Raff, and this was at the movie. Well, I guess so. Right now. Uh, no, not the this black guy. The the Mexican rogue rapper was at a different movie. I forget which one that was. I go to so many uh, movies, but this one, eh, I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I guess it stars a little man and a woman who is. In every movie now that you see. Who's that? Who's in every movie you see now? Well, you don't see that many movies, but... I say. Every movie you see, this person's in it. Okay, I'll put it here. Okay, we'll do this one. Hey, Jill. You know the old sugar daddy. Night school with little man. Um, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Hart. Kevin Hart and Tef- Tiffany Haddish. She's in every black comedy now. Since she blew, like, wait, we need another funny black woman. You know, we lost Whoopi. <laughs> you know, Whoopi lost her eyebrows as well as her sense of humor. <laughs> um, mystical like Samson <laughs> she's just like a big pothead who doesn't that's not rape rape um, and then <laughs> uh, but this doesn't have rape rape in it but it's basically Kevin Hart as uh, a guy he just can't pass school for some reason right that's the whole premise to this movie <laughs> like uh he wants to uh, uh, pass the mu- uh, get the bar, get the bar exam, basically. No, he wants to become a. Um, I thought it was stock- just his high no, school diploma. No, he he wants to become. A, he has to get his GED to become a stockroom trader with his friend. His friend has like a, 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 a shit all set up for him, so he can be like, "Oh yeah, I have my buddy," so his buddy can get him right in there. That's all it is. But even though he's, he can't do shit in real life. He's, uh, I don't know. So the premise of the movie is he tries, he has, so he's set up as a barbecue salesman. He's like one of the best barbecue salesmen out there. You know, he's like, oh yeah, you know you like them big and black, Miss Martha. It's like an old lady. He's like, ooh. You know. And so, and then he's proposing to his chick that's way out of his league. Um, that's that's like the running joke in the movie. Uh, so he's proposing to her, and uh, and so he has all the burners going inside of the um, like all the flames going inside the uh on the barbecues to make it all intimate. When he pops the cork and it hits the um the the propane nozzle, you have to screw those in. So it just knocks that off. Right, the, the little thing that screwed in the propane tank. Uh huh. You got the regulator. Yeah, and so the propane tanks open. So it's a, right? Because that's how it happens. But 
So while he's proposing to his chick, the, uh, you know, all this, he proposed to her, she says yes, right? And then when she, um, <laughs> when he walks out, the gas catches and he just blows himself out the front door of the whole barbecue place. And he was also told he was going to inherit the barbecue place after the um, owner was retiring in a year. So it's going to be like their whole setup plan. He's going to own this barbecue spot. And then, boom, everything blows up. Right? <laughs> and then the chick's still with him. So then he has to get his GED in order to get a real normal job. You know, he's he's been living off, you know. But I don't know. Okay, here it is in a different country. Boopy bloppy. No, va. In Lithuania, it's Valkyrie Makolai. Uh, whatever that means. Uh, United States night school, but I don't know. $29 million budget. It made $28 million in the U.S. So it's going to make its money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the number one movie, this uh, this thing. But oh, oh, before we start talking politics, I forgot to rate. What's it called, too? Fahrenheit mm-hmm. eleven nine. One out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, two out of five dumb quotes. Like all the um uh quotes he pulls up. It's like what? Some of them are so stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh but he was he did go back and forth. But I don't know. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I'm just telling it as I see it. That uh he does go he I was surprised that he did push on Bush. Clinton and Obama as well as Trump in that movie. I didn't expect it. Hmm. You know, because he's so left-leaning, you know what I mean? He, uh... It was weird. But he's still just a putt. He has that woman wig hair with the hat and he's like... You know? (laughs) He's just like... He's a putt. Right or wrong? I'm right. Hey, you can't do this. I'll get out of my limousine two blocks away to walk over and say that I'm part of the people. All right, here we go. So I got a five out of five. Uh, This is we're back at night school now. Yeah, a group of troublemakers forced to attend night school. So it's a group of people in night school. So it's, uh, let's see. Fuck. Nobody I can pronounce. Romani Malco. Tranny Callum. Kevin Hart. Tiffany Haddish. Ben Schwartz. Uh, Ann Winters. Marilyn Skarjabob. And Keith David. Uh, Rob Riggle. Um... Jacob Bald, oh, the bald guy from Spider-Man? Who is he? I need, the movie's so bad, I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> um, I think that's it. It's just your predictable, stupid comedy. It all wraps up at the end. Oh, we're back together. Oh, we broke up in the middle. And then, you know, those fuck every movie. We break up in the middle, and then we get back together at the end. You're right. Everything's going good. Boom. Break up in the middle. Every romantic comedy has the same exact fucking formula. Am I wrong? 
Come on. Probably not. Break up at some point. Get back. You know these these oh these comedies. You know everything's going good. They get back in the you know, and then it becomes all sweet at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all- everything has a nice pretty bow on top. Yeah. Yeah. That was my biggest complaint about old school. <coughs> it was too. That was my biggest complaint about old school. That's my biggest complaint about all those type of movies at that time. They're too nice. For what they're trying to do, you know. Um, so this one, when did I rate this piece? Oh my god, turn this off. Okay, uh, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and two to five floating numbers. So he's dyslexic, so math comes and just numbers fly in front of his face, right? And he's like swatting them down and shit. <laughs> it, it's weird. He has, he has, uh, he basically has what I have. He's dyslexic. Uh, he can't pay attention to people when they talk to him. Mm. Um, has a hyperattention deficit disorder. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing he had? Yeah, he had like all these. I'm like, huh, it's kind of funny. But yeah, he was severely dis. And they're like, that's why you can't learn anything. He's like, oh, because he'd never been tested. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets tested, and all of a sudden he's a rock star, huh? Well, no, he gets tested, and now he knows why he's stupid. And he's like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> okay. All right, what do you got? Uh, did you see the new poster for the fucking uh, Hellboy reboot? Yes, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I like David Harbour as Hellboy. He looks pretty fucking badass. Yeah, all that makeup. Yeah. Uh, this will be his best acting role. Because <laughs> of all the makeup? No, well, because this uh, he can like be an actual different person as opposed to, hey, it's me as a cop, or hey, mm-hmm. it's me as a drunk, or hey, you know, I've seen him in different shows where he's just like, hey, I don't have a beard, now I'm drunk. Hey, I'm cleaner shaven and I'm drunk. Like, the two shows I've seen him in, he's like, he was like a friend who was hiding out, but he was a severe alcoholic. Hmm. And then, I think, I forget what show it was. But he didn't have a beard. And then he was in another show. Where, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is, Stranger Things is his biggest show ever, but. Yeah, absolutely. That's his biggest break. Uh, Harbor Things. But I don't know. That, that show's so hyped up, man. It's okay. it's a good show. It's not it's the bee's not the knees. Bee. God Do damn it. Do bees even have knees? Huh? Do bees even have knees? I don't know. Do they? And, oh, the Black Mirror that's coming out next season. <clears throat> so now, so you don't get trigger warning, they're going to have two different endings. So they'll have the darker ending and the lighter ending, most likely. That's what's gonna. That's the new. That's the future I see for shows now. Yeah, it, uh, they were comparing it to choose your own adventure novels, which, I mean, that's kind of cool. Hopefully, it's more than just like, do you want ending A or B? That's what hopefully, it's gonna be. But hopefully, you can make some like impactful decisions on characters and future iterations of this but yeah how cool would it be if like it was like uh i don't know let's just say a horror tv show and you had the option to send the 
damsel in distress into door one or down the hallway. Yeah, like, but, yeah, that stuff would be cool. That would be fun, right? I could see Netflix be the only company that can afford to do it. <laughs> well, you know, Amazon's worth a trillion bucks, so they may be able to jump on it too. And They're, you know, Disney, Amazon's Dis- Amazon's um, video app sucks. Their 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 voices go off sync every once in a while. You know, compared to Hulu, they suck. I haven't uh, noticed any problems with Amazon. As far as like I have with Amazon, I watch a lot of movies and TV shows through Amazon, and I watch a lot of movies and TV shows through Netflix. And uh, like, if I I'll pause it and play it and pause it and play it, and then if you do that a bunch, their voices will be off sync. I'm like, come on, you know, because I'll get up and pause it and do something, come back, you know, play it. And then it'll be a little bit off. Then I'll have to pause it and play it for them to catch up again. That's what the Amazon Netflix, no, no problem. Hulu, no problem. But Hulu was kind of fucked up the other day. But yeah. Hmm. Out of all of and you know, like Bosch. It's like a yeah. li- it's like a tiny bit, man, but it's noticeable. And I still think Netflix has the best video quality for streaming. Amazon's getting up there and so is Hulu. Amazon's mm-hmm. catching up now with like a 4K and UHD stuff. Sure. But they're not it, charging extra either. What's that? It, it only makes sense that they're going to play catch up a little bit. Netflix, all they are is a streaming service now, you know? Like Amazon's got fucking a finger in every single industry pie out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all over the place. You know, Amazon, I don't know. Amazon's going to be crazy in like 10 years. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like that Black Mirror episode. There's a Black it's Mirror episode like that's like Holly that. Fucking, it's everything's buy more, <clears throat> except it'll be Amazon. Well, yeah. Uh, I could see that, but mm, I guess so, yeah. I guess everyone's going to buy through Amazon like they already do in like the next 10 years. It'll be even more so to where that that's all they do. It's like no one's going to go outside anymore. It'll be like surrogates like we were talking about earlier. Right. Yeah, it'll be like surrogates but with drones. Well, yeah, I see more, especially in this neighborhood where I live, I see more people getting like when I go to like, I'll go to like the Habit for a Burger or something and there'll be like two or three DoorDash people sitting there waiting for big orders. You know, I'm like, okay, great. You guys like cold fries and cold burgers. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> Paying burgers twice as much for sounds. cold. F- <laughs> Paying twice as much for cold food. Nice. Go for it, guys. You know, I could see like picking up like socks or like say like a video game at a store or something. You know what I mean? Or something like that. For like those, those like uh, Task Rabbits or uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, Fiverr. There's a bunch of them. Not the Fiverr, but the um. Uh, God damn! It has like the little delay. It almost looks like an ET sign, like the symbol on the app. Oh, I don't know. But you can buy like you can have them go get you a Slurpee. But it's not like <laughs> it's not like Fiverr. They just charge you like bring sugar to rot my teeth and make me gain tons of weight. They just bring like you know they bring you like a twelve. I don't know if they do alcohol yet. Maybe they do, but. Uh, well, I know Bitmo delivers. 
Well, Uber delivers, like Uber Eats and all that stuff. So they can just eat your food while you take it to your house also. Uh, I've heard a bunch of like uh, people um, being interviewed on um, comedy shows and a lot of comedians are Uber drivers. And they're like, they're like, tell me, you eat out of the bags. Like, yeah, sure. And a couple fries. Oh, that's dick. And it's not like, and it's just random ones out of the blue. So, yeah. You know, I'd I'd tell them, I'd be like, staple the bag shut when you, uh. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm good. That, you know, I never was going to use Uber Eats anyway. No, but I'm saying stuff like that. There's so many different services. Uh, God, what's the other one? Well, like the, 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 the Uber FaceTime, man. Uber Faces. But, uh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's first pictures of Mysterio. Eh, thanks, all right. I tried to pull up pictures of that, and I couldn't find them. Maybe they took him down. It's just him in the Mysterio cape. No helmet, because they haven't digitally put it on yet. Oh, sure. So it just looks like him kneeling down with a cape with, like, weird lights on the fucking cape. Well, it's really accurate. Yeah, we'll see. And then it showed Spider-Man in his little stealth spider suit. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, so proper theater attire, like I was saying. Okay, here it is. Dark pants, dark shoes, or sweatshirt of some kind, or shirt. Some kind of dark shirt or sweatshirt. Um, no white shoes, no white shirts, no light pants, no fluorescents or hats. That's right. Am I wrong? Or right? That's the way it should be. I for mean, the I don't disagree. You should take your hat off if you go to the movies. There's people sitting behind you, douchebags. Oh, I need to look cool throughout the whole day. I have my manicured beard. With my sunglasses and my hat. I have a whole look I'm doing here, guys. Come on. Right? It includes lots of LED lights and and, uh, glow sticks. Come on. And I'm going to go watch a movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just... And then they smell like bad cologne. You're like, what the fuck, man? Fucking nasty motherfuckers. Oh, hey... I'm so, and another thing, keep your fucking shoes on. Just because you're in a reclining seat doesn't mean you can take your stinky fucking feet off or your fucking shoes off. Yeah, your, that's nasty. Or your flip-flops. And these are all Middle Easterns. I'm calling it out as I see it. I've mostly seen Middle Eastern men do this because they walk around with their fucking dirt feet all day long with their little dirt slippers. Who the fuck would walk around the city with flip-flops on, dude? That's disgusting. Right? Come on. It's like, yay. You mean in San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, that's asking to get pee on your feet. That's just disgusting. Or just, you know, just walk around. Just like, you know, I don't know. Just every day. Maybe run to the store and back, fine. But walk. these people walk around every day like this. You know what I mean? Like every every day of the week, that's like their shoe. That's like their go-to shoe when they walk outside. You know what I mean? Like mm, sneaker. Now I'll do flip flop. I'm picking the flip flop. I don't need the sneaker. I want everyone to look at my nasty fucking toenails 
and feet mm-hmm. and my fucking corns and my fucking, you know, it's like, come on. My bunions and hammer toes. Yeah, maybe. hammer toes, bunions, you fucking nasty fucks with your shoes off at the movie theaters. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, these hammers, man. So I was surrounded either side in my peripheral fucking people with no shoes on. I forget what movie it was, but I'm like, oh, my God. Because I could see both feet out of the corner of my eyes. So that's why you put on your hood, bam, block out everything in your peripheral. <laughs> and all you see is the screen. I do that all the time. Except that doesn't work for smelly feet and entirely too much cologne. No, but it will work for non-direct contact with these people. And you don't have to see them shoving fucking food into their fat faces while they're, um, you know, while they're watching the movie. That's another distraction, you know, like arms moving and shit. That's why I don't think I'll like the Alamo Draft House to watch a movie. It's just people... Oh, I like that part of the movie. You know, that's what I picture in the Alamo Draft House. It's like if you like eating and watching a movie, stay at home. Or if you like sitting around a bunch of other people who like eating and watching movies, go to the Alamo Draft House, I guess. Right? And eat full meals like chicken wings. You can order while the movie's going. Yeah, that's a little backwards. I think it should all be done in advance and then. Well, you can do that, too. Waiters walk by. You know, I don't know. I still haven't gone to one yet just because of that. You know, it's only 20 miles from my house. It's not like... You know, it's not like... And I've I've had plenty of opportunities to go. But I'm just like... Eh. I don't want to deal with these fucks. Man. I don't, man. And I don't want to go all the way up to the city. I don't know. I have no idea, man. Okay. All right, what do you got before I do my next movie? Uh, let's see. So uh, Johns Hopkins University <clears throat> just uh, is just about to complete phase three clinical trials on psilocybin um, in the use of, what is this, uh, treatment of depression and anxiety and some other things. Uh, the main recommendation coming out of this study is that psilocybin should be rescheduled from a Schedule 1 drug to a Schedule 4 drug. Really? So that means um, it can be used for what? Schedule 4 is things like sleep aids and uh, Tylenol and shit. Oof, that might not happen. Probably not, but how <laughs> cool would that be if you could just go to the you know, CVS or whatever because uh, you're feeling a little down and you just... Grab some fucking mushroom pills. Didn't they are didn't they approve it for uh, PTSD treatments and all that already? It's in clinical trials. Again, it's all being researched, but nothing is like completely allowed. Okay, so it's like, oh, go to Mexico and do ayahuasca and yeah, right. It's all that type of stuff. Uh. So people are doing it with results, you know, mm. like like soldiers with PTSD are in, you know, are using it with really good results, right? In the research that I've read mm. in the past, yes, uh, psilocybin is fantastic for things like chronic depression and PTSD. I know. I need to get some psilocybin. It it resets your uh, your serotonin. 
uh, inhibitors, and uh, so the increase in serotonin helps fight or fix uh, some of the problems associated with anxiety, depression, PTSD, and all that good stuff. That's what I need. I need a couple of, uh, like, about a nice eighth of mushrooms. I may have a connect if you're serious. Yes, I am serious. Dead serious. Then I will reach out to that person and see. Please, let me know. (laughs) I've been looking for a while. Yeah, same here. I just haven't oh, haven't uh, bumped into anyone, and I did not too long ago, and was like, hmm, "Really? Yeah, hmm. we'll we'll buy like a we'll go in on an OZ or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll make teas and yeah, put on pizzas. How do you like to eat your mushrooms? Like just raw? Yeah, man, I just ate them raw and drank a glass of orange juice at the end. Yeah, is that real or no? The whole oh, if you drink orange juice while you're while you're tripping, it makes it better. Well, so that's why I started doing it originally, and I never noticed any difference from when I did and didn't. Um, the only reason I like drinking orange juice is it get it gets rid of that fucking like dirt and fucking paper flavor. Yeah, that that mushrooms have, and so. Uh, I was really just using it to cleanse my palate so my mouth didn't taste like ass. That's true. Yeah, it was just, oof. Yeah, yeah I remember like that. Shit. Remember, yeah, one time I was on mushrooms, like my sliding glass door wasn't there anymore. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I just didn't notice the glass at all. You know, it was like there was nothing there. Did you walk into it? No, no, you- no. I knew it was, you know what I mean? It just, I, I knew not to go all the way through it. I'm not that stupid. Where'd it go, man? Like, oh my hey. God. I can see how people do that shit. But yeah, that was off like half an eighth or an eighth of like <laughs> good mushrooms. So how much was the most that you ever ate mushroom-wise? <sighs> Probably like an eighth. Yeah, it, I never ate more than an eighth. And it's like big, like uh, like big caps. Mm-hmm. Like huge, like purple and orange mushroom caps. And they were, um, like, what was it? Like Terrence McKenna would call her an heroic dose would be like, like two eights mm-hmm. or like an ounce. It's like, how could you eat that much? Dude, eight eights of fucking <clears throat> mushrooms. That's, yeah, that's too much. Put it into a tea. Yeah. We would make psilocybin tea with it too. A lot of the time. Hmm. Yeah, that would that works out a lot. That works out pretty well. Yeah, but I still end up eating the mushroom. <laughs> yeah, it just you know cut out all the bullshit. Just give me the mushrooms. I'll eat them. Yeah, eat it on an empty stomach. Yep. And yeah, don't eat the whole day. Like sort of fast the whole day, and then eat them like whenever you want. You know, morning, noon, whatever. But at least See, fast, like ten hours or more. See, I never fasted. I, I would not eat like a couple hours before I ate the mushrooms. Like maybe two or three hours and that was it. But I always wanted food in my belly because I'm not going to eat when I'm on mushrooms. Well, yeah. And it, it, it fucks up your stomach too, man. It hurts my stomach when I do that. And it never bothered me. Well, I'd eat on an empty stomach. You know, I'd fast and then just gobble these mushrooms up with orange juice and be like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, oh. yeah, because your stomach's empty and all of a sudden you're, 
dumped but, the acidic orange juice in there. But I'm tripping balls, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah. like I have a slight stomach ache, but I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm tripping. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like a slight stomach, almost like a gas in my stomach. Mm-hmm. It probably was gas. <laughs> the mushroom was like... Probably, and you're just blowing it out of proportion. (laughs) Probably. I think I have stomach cancer. Well, like when I was on acid and stuff, like anything, like gas in your belly would be like, oh my God, there's (laughs) something in my stomach. Dude, I I think I have a chest burster. It's just a huge fart. You're just like, ah. Dude, my my tapeworm doesn't like acid. Yeah. Man, just brutal shit, man. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm looking to get mushrooms. I just got a thousand milligram chocolate bar. Oh, there you go. So that'll work for now. <laughs> yeah, that gets pretty psychedelic if you eat all thousand. Oh, the other day, I think when I went and saw Hellfest, I ate a little too much. And yeah, I was tripping. Yeah, you can trip really hard on edibles, man, if you don't watch yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not that fun, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it is a fine line, that's for sure. Yeah, you have to, there's a, like, I'm right now I'm fine, but if I eat, like, four or five more chunks, I'd be, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, uh, so we're just staring there, and you're just, you know, you're just eating to eat. Right. Okay, here we go. My last movie. Did I see another movie this, mm, this is on Netflix. From the director of Green Room... And the director of Blue Ruin comes his third movie, Purple Winter. Now, hold the dark. Hold the dark. Out in the middle of nowhere. It's another, um, it's a weird one, guys. After the deaths of three children suspected to be killed by wolves, writer Russell Core is hired by the parents of a missing six-year-old boy to track down and locate their son in the Alaskan wilderness. Yeah, retired naturalist and wolf expert Russell Core journeys to the edge of civilization in northern Alaska as the pleading of Medora Sloan, a young mother whose son was killed by a pack of wolves, as Cora attempts to help Medora track down the wolves who took her son. A strange and mysterious relationship begins between the two. The two lonely souls... No, it doesn't. Stop reading into that. Okay. This is... Hold the dark. Just hold it. Starring Jeffrey Wright, a.k.a. Robot Black Man from Westworld. Uh, Alexander Sarsgaard, a.k.a. Vampire. Uh, James Banjdale. I don't know, I forget what he's from. He's from... What is he from? I'm looking him up now. James Van... World War Z, Iron Man 3... Okay, is this one of those guys? Um... Small Child. Small Child. Who dies? Uh... What else? That's it. Oh, this guy gave it a 1. 
Come on. <laughs> Let me start by saying this movie is not completely garbage. It has something to keep that that keeps you going for some reason, despite unintelligible plot, amazingly slow pace, and you still find yourself watching the movie. Uh, the plot is. Um, hires the guy to get a wolf. The, he goes out to track the wolf. The wolves. You know, the pack of wolves. Comes across the wolves. The wolves are ripping up their young, eating it, right? So it's a metaphor for what's happening in real life, right? The wolf pack is a metaphor for what's happening amongst the people in the small village, right? In this Alaskan small village, right? They're ripping each other apart, you know? Because of all the suspects, because there's a dead child. Um, there's one of the best uh, mounted machine gun scenes I've seen in a long time in this movie. M60. And about 40 cops. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. It turns out to be pretty funny. You'll laugh. And maybe cry. Maybe it was too soon. Maybe it was too soon from the... Uh, the uh, Vegas shooting, but I don't think so. But yeah, that gun is visceral, man. If you have a good sound system and uh, yeah, nice subwoofer, pump that shit up, dude, at that scene. Uh, it's like an hour in. I think it's an hour into the movie. Um, someone doesn't like cops, and he shows it with an M60 machine gun. And yeah. And it goes on for a while. It's not like, oh, it's like heat type length you know with the gunfire mm-hmm. it's brutal man m60 full metal jackets yeah what do you think damage that's gonna do to anything uh a lot yeah <laughs> and it's so out of the blue you're like whoa well the first time i watched the movie i watched it really late and was falling asleep so i had to rewatch it from the beginning so i woke up to gunfire the first time right so it was startling to me and then, uh, <laughs> and then I rewatched it the next day, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's a huge buildup to this gunfight." Okay, it actually shows them like getting like, um, uh, like plumbing strap. He strap water heaters down. He straps his gun down and drills drills it down so it's mounted to where he needs to be at his like bird's nest. So when the cops pull up, it's like, "Hello." The cops are just dumb in this movie. They're like, what's going on? <laughs> they're all green. Falling down right there. Yeah, they're all green, man. It's like, what the fuck? And then Sarsgaard is an ex-military guy. His opening scene is him with a mounted machine gun on top of a Humvee. Uh, Taliban or whatever, fucking, you know, he's in the Middle East. Truck flips over right in front of him, a pickup truck. And then he just dick, 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 just unloads huge fifty caliber machine gun into it, right? And then it catches fire. Another dude rolls out of it on fire. Then he's dick, 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 shoots the guy on fire out of it. <laughs> right? And then another soldier hops out, like hot damn, and starts taking selfies with <laughs> like with the burning car and guy in the background. It's like whee, you know. <clears throat> so I was like, wow, okay. It's some hillbilly shit right there. Oh, yeah, that's fucking the military shit. And then he, uh, <laughs> and then he, uh, and then that's his son who's been missing. So his son was taken by a pack of wolves or whatever the fuck. 
I won't give that away what happens to the kid. And then, uh, so he comes back, and now he's hunting who, who or whatever did something to his kids, right? To his kid. And he's mm-hmm. like some badass dude from fucking, from the military. And I swear, I think these people think they're werewolves or wolves of some kind. It's part of like a wolf cult or some weird shit, man. It's very strange out in the Alaskan wilderness, right? You wouldn't put it past anybody. Wolf cults, you know, people get weird up there. And yeah, it, they do. And it was they dur- wrong kind of liking, and all of a sudden they're tripping out. Yeah, and it was during the um, when the sun, you know, comes up at uh, ten thirty a.m. and sets at six six p.m. You get like seven hours sunlight or something. No, it was less than that. Yeah, I came up like at 11 and set at like 5. You know, he's like, what the hell? And it doesn't really set or come up. It's just like, just there. So it was around that time and he'd just come up there. So everything's all discombobulated. So the it's shot beautifully, the way it's shot, you know, uh, out in the Alaskan wilderness. That's why I wish it came out on the big th- screen. But nope. Netflix bought this director also. <laughs> They've got fucky money, man. Well, he put out Green Room. He's well. These directors are like, this is guaranteed money for these directors. They don't have to worry about selling the movie. You know, it's already been sold. All and they have complete freedom to make it. So it's like there's a win-win for everybody for them. The only downfall is that it might not be in the theater. Right. But you're getting your money. Your picture's getting out there. Uh, and you know, like, just like, um, what's his face from the American Horror Story? They just bought him. Uh, I forget the creator of American Horror Story. And who else did they just buy? I think this is their, this is the one I was looking forward to that they just bought. Mm -hmm. And it is a weird movie. Yes. It's, it's strange. It's slow. It's not as slow as fucking Mandy. Uh, but I can see how people didn't like it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say how much it is. 125 minutes. Uh, it doesn't even say how much it costs. It doesn't. You know what I mean? There's nothing. That's so weird, right? It's the future. Yeah, I think uh, Netflix is gonna hold that shit close to the vest because they're not worried about making back their money the same way a uh, uh, theatrical release is. You know. I think it's um, benefited them easily, that them not showing how much they spend on these movies, how much they've made. Um, they keep all that stuff to themselves, like you're saying. And it's to their benefit, and no one gives a fuck anymore. They're like, whatever. We don't care how many views. Um, Bright. People saw Bright, even though they hated it. It still made as much money as it would have if it went to the theater. Like It would have made like $20 million if it went to the theater, I think. Yeah, it would have been a bomb. It wasn't a bad movie. It just was kind of half-baked. It needed like another six months of development and shooting and editing and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it's the beginning of like almost a trilogy, it seems like, you know? Bright 2 is already filming. That's what I mean, so. And it is a trilogy. That much we do know. Yeah, and it's, and it's felt like a trilogy because they're just like, like, okay, now the big backstory for this one and then. Still no Halloween tickets. Damn it. I'm saying, I'm thinking sometime, I don't know. But yeah, big backstory for this one. 
Um, okay, so let's see. Hold the dark. If you want to see a bearded black man run around, um, fend off wolves, and crazy naked ladies. We got Bush again. More Bush. Second week. <laughs> second week of Bush in a row, guys. Double Bush in this movie. <laughs> In this movie, there's not double bush in this movie, but there's double bush in um, Lizzie with uh, the two chicks. And then there is um, bush in this one when one of the chicks gets naked and puts on a wolf mask. But it's not peaches from Creep. It's like a wooden wolf mask. You know, mm-hmm. so what did I rate this fucking thing? Um, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes. And about three to five um, shots... Neck shots. Three to five neck shots. There's a nice um there's a nice arrow that goes right through somebody's neck. Like you see the guy and it's just stunk, and you just see the arrow in the snow behind him. And he's just grabbing his throat. Blood squirting everywhere. Yeah, um, he's just like <laughs> It's so fast, like boom. You know, it's such a clean hit. All you see is the a bloody arrow in the snow behind him before he knows what the fuck happened to him. No, there you go. You know, that's how that's what would happen if you got shot by an arrow clean. It went right through you, big shit. What the it would just be like a probably like a burning sensation, right? Whew. Right. And it was those Yeah, and then and then it sinks in and all of a sudden you're like, Oh fuck, I'm screwed. And it was those big ass it was those fucking those hunting arrows with the prongs. You know, there's no way you can pull them out. Oh yeah. You have to unscrew well, the head. All the way through, you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, you have to unscrew the head to take it out if it's stuck in something. Uh, okay, so that's a good movie. That's a good late night movie. Um, what else we got here before we get out of here? What else you got? Uh, oh, uh, this is actually kind of interesting and uh, good news in some ways, I suppose. Uh, there's a company out there called uh, Lanza Tech, and what they're doing is they've set up uh, uh, kind of a recycling uh, factory on the property of a steel mill, right? A place that is making steel bars and pipes and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, what this recycling facility does is it captures all the carbon monoxide uh, that's made during the production of the steel. And um, they take that carbon monoxide to a plant in Georgia uh, where they have these um, microbes, uh, bacteria basically, um, that break that uh, carbon monoxide down into usable chemicals. Uh, In this case, they are using the microbes to turn uh, the carbon monoxide into a type of alcohol and that alcohol then gets refined into fuel and right now uh, Virgin Atlantic the uh, airline company is flying a plane from Orlando to London uh, using uh, this fuel in part so um, it's like 60 or so percent regular old jet fuel, and then the remainder, or no, sorry, 5% um, of this uh, special produced fuel. Uh-huh. They're called waste gas fuel. Uh, 
and 95% regular jet fuel. But the FAA uh, for the United States has said you can get up to 50%. So eventually what's going to happen is um, a lot of these greenhouse gases like methane are going to be captured and used for other things like making fuel, um, which is cool. And in this case, uh, it's significant because the fuel that's being made by Lanzatech is like 70% less polluting than regular petroleum-based gas. Um, so that's good news. I mean, even if we continue using gas, if we're using this kind of gas, it's a lot less bad for the environment. So I thought that's kind of cool. Well, next is going to be electric planes, man. Elon Musk, the first electric plane. Yeah, Boeing's already doing that. Really? Which one? Uh, Boeing is working on a all-electric 787 Dreamliner. Um, oh, is it that I, big, huge thing? 787 is their biggest plane, yeah. Um, but it is a passenger plane. <clears throat> and I am not positive where they are in the process. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is... Um, <clears throat> It is quite interesting to see uh, in being developed. You know, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, huh, there could be electric planes soon. That's that's pretty damn cool. Oh, we forgot to do an ADO old radio. Here we go. Okay. This is a quick one. Let's do let's do milk toast. Um, the crow for Halloween. We'll start with the crow. Um, came out in like '94. Um, I think that's about it. When when the soundtracks we're done. When the, when the soundtracks were blowing up at the time, right? The soundtracks were matching the movies. Now no one gives a fuck. Right. But back then, they actually, the bands were making singles or using singles for their, for these soundtracks. And The Crow was one of the bigger ones. It had like uh, uh, Rollins Band, Violent Femmes, Rage Against the Machine, Nine Inch Nails, Stone Temple Pilots, The Cure. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, you would not see that lineup anywhere else. Well, um, not anymore. An equally goth movie. Unless you went to a festival. You know. If you went to a festival. I think. Um, Jesus and Mary Chain. Uh, let's see. And I don't know. The the time. It was like around the time when. Um, came out like. Fuck. 94 right? Was it 94? I'm trying to think. 94. The Crow. Yeah, that sounds about right. C R O W. Okay. Oh, it's all that crow. Yeah, 1994, The Crow. A man uh -huh. brutally murdered by his. And this is the one that killed uh, Brandon Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, he died before this movie could come out, just like his dad, with uh, Enter the Dragon. Um, people think it was a Chinese mafia hit because they passed down martial arts to the white man. 
Right, yeah, the triads took him out. Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past them. That's Chinese government, man. I have no idea what the fuck these people were doing. I wouldn't put anything past those people. <clears throat> but they both died mysteriously. So they couldn't, um, pass down the Lee bloodline anymore. Is the rumor... Was the rumor at the time when Bruce Lee died, and is the rumor at the time when his son died. And I was a big fan of his son when this movie came out. You know, I'm like, holy shit, dude, the guy from Rapid Fire is gonna do... <laughs> is gonna do this? Right? Or no. Rapid Fire... Yeah, Rapid Fire came out after? Before? Let's see. When did Rapid Fire come out? In 92. Yeah, so it was Rapid Fire. I'm like, oh shit, Brandon Lee from Rapid Fire is gonna be the crow? Like, I was waiting for this movie to come out, right? And this was his best acting role, I think. Yeah, he wasn't able to do much more, but he wasn't that great of an actor, and this was one of his better ones. Yeah, I was going to say, he was not in a lot of movies. No, that's what I'm saying. He's like in three movies, including The Crow, maybe four, including The Crow. And those. I, I mean, those... Of, of movies that I've seen, uh, Rapid Fire and The Crow, and then something called Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Showdown in Little Tokyo with him and Dolph Lundgren. Right? Deficit pick of the yep. week. Showdown in Little Tokyo. That was a horrible movie, dude. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater. I was a huge fan of this guy, man. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to be teamed up with Dolph Lundgren? And Showdown in Little Tokyo? And then womp, 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 And he's womp, just womp. not that good of an actor. He's a great martial artist. He's just... His dad was not that good of an actor either. Um, you know. But I think his dad was a better actor than he was. But as far as martial arts go, I think he was up there with his dad. Uh, I think he was uh, just as agile. You know, could do a lot of flips, kicks, and punches. He took Jeet Kune Do just like his dad did, so... Well, his daddy created Jeet Kune Do, so that... Well, yeah, his dad, like, there's pictures... His dad's been training him since he was, like, a small child, you know what I mean? Like a little guy. They just never had the lesson about dodging fake bullets, huh? No. No, no, yeah, he couldn't dodge fake bullets, but, yeah, he was a bad... He was a good martial arts... I want to see him go against Van Damme, you know? I want to see all this shit happen with this guy. But nope, bye-bye. Fucking Chinese triads had to take him out. In a scene, this whole movie is riddled with gun with gunplay, right? Like, there's a scene in the movie where he goes into the gangster's hideout and just shoots the shit out of everybody, right? There's guns everywhere. The scene he gets killed in is when, like, he gets shot through the uh, grocery bag and the squib went off and it supposedly went to his chest. That's what the that's what the rumor is, right? And then there's another rumor where there, there was something inside the gun, a projectile within the gun that shot through the bag and into his chest. It's weird, you know, how he died in this mm -hmm. movie. And the way they tried to cover up his death was with really bad CG, um, like, almost ruined the movie of him, like, you know, of those bad CGs of him. You know, because he died so early into the movie, you know, they they they, could, they didn't film the beginning yet, so they had to show him like, in like a weird shaky. I don't know. It almost looked like a ghost or something. It's so bad. You remember that shit, right? Where they yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the It's crow the, sa the same cut. They use the same cut as when he's in the alley to pull like the um to get his crow outfit when he's walking in the alley almost naked. And then they use that exact same cut when he's walking into his apartment. And it's very noticeable. Like the exact same cut. Like they just cut around him, put him walking through this door instead of in the alleyway. He's all shaking. And it's just like, "Come on." <laughs> You know, it was bad, but they had to do it to fit him in the movie, just like his dad with Game of Death. You know, the coincidences are insane, right? Bruce Lee had to, was killed in the Game of Death while filming it, and he had to be replaced with stupid CG at the time. They Remember, they had to put a dumb CG person face on somebody. <sighs> right. So it's the coincidences are crazy, right? So do you want to hear the actual cause of death? Yeah, what is it? Okay, so in uh, an earlier scene in the movie, um, Michael Massey's character fires a forty-four Magnum revolver at Lee. Yes, yeah, uh, what's and, his name? Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, and uh, so when that happened, uh, it was looking down the barrel of the gun so you could see the bullet heads in the revolver. Yeah. And in movies they use what's called a dummy cartridge yes uh, which has a bullet but no powder and no primer in the the actual cartridge so of the bullet easy to replace what <laughs> happened was though apparently the special effects guys they took real bullets pulled the bullet the metal bullet part out dumped out the powder but left the primer cartridge inside the bullet so there was still enough uh, of a uh, explosive charge to move the the head of the bullet partway down the barrel of the gun. Uh -huh. Then in the scene that killed Brandon Lee, yeah, they put in blanks, which have no bullet head, yep, but have all the powder and all the primer of a regular bullet. And then when they fired that, the bullet that was in the chamber or not in the chamber in the barrel of the gun that had been lodged from mm -hmm. the previous. Flew out, and that's what killed Brandon Lee. I call bullshit. Oh, like, yeah. they wouldn't check that before. You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't go, okay, there's something jammed in here. You know, like, they, the gun people wouldn't check this stuff immediately after. Like, check the guns for powders. Check the barrels to make sure they're clean. You know Maybe what I mean? Uh, I think he was killed on purpose, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, I think there was I think there was something in that gun. Uh, maybe, maybe they just replaced it with a real bullet. Like, whoops. They're like, wait, we put a real bullet that got launched in the barrel. And so the bullet that came out of the barrel was a real bullet, but not from the gun. But not from a, it was such a weird, right? Come on. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird way to do it. It's something that the Chinese government would totally do. Right? No, this was supposed to be the triads, I thought. Or triads, you know. The triads would replace that and boom. It's so easy. Easiest way to do it. Let's kill him in this movie because there's so many guns. Accident. You know, uh, Bruce Lee, let's give him a brain hemorrhage. You know, let's uh, make him OD on something. Something he ate or drank. I forget what it was. His death is still a mystery. He had a, like a, a brain, an aneurysm, right? He died of an aneurysm. Who, Bruce Lee? I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think he died of a brain aneurysm. He's like, oh, I could see that from flexing so much, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. He probably tried to work out his brain. 
You know, that guy was like 3% body fat. You know? Yeah, he, uh, he apparently had uh, cerebral edema. So his brain blew up. Right. Yeah, essentially. It just, edema means swelling. So his brain swelled up for some reason. That's what I mean. Like, he was given something, like a poison. People are saying he was poisoned. And that's why his brain swelled up, you know? I'd believe okay. it. I'd believe it, man. He ate a lot of weird supplements and stuff, you know? He was one of the forefronts of all that shit, of mixed martial arts and supplements and training properly and all that crap. And yeah, you could easily mix in something that he's never tried before, but you know? Like, oh, he likes to eat ginseng. No one's heard of that yet. Let's put something... <laughs> right? Oh, right. ginkgo coloba? No one's heard of that yet. <laughs> we should eat it. Let's see. Yeah. Just to make sure. Well, yeah, he was doing all that stuff way back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no one grinds up ginger yet into their um, sh- shakes. No one has protein shakes yet. You know, he was making all those yet with powder and all that stuff. So Okay, so back to Brandon Lee. His other dead Lee. Get it? <laughs> dead Lee? Come on. Uh, yeah, this movie was great. This is what you consider a cult film. You know, it stands the test of time. Uh, it's not overhyped. It's just there. Um, you know, if you want to watch it, it's always there to check it out. Mm-hmm. And no one's shoving it down your throat. It's just like, hey, remember when this movie came out? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 7.6. Alex Porios was the director uh, he directed your other favorite movie, Gods of Egypt. <laughs> and he directed my other favorite movie, Dark City. Dark uh, City. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, he follows up with Dark City. The director of The Crow is Dark City. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's about it for The Crow. And the follow-up movies just don't bother. They're all sucked. Oh, yeah. None of them were good. Crow uh, 2. They made a third Crow, didn't they? That was like direct to fucking video or something? Uh, yeah, they made so. It came out May 13th, 1994. Was that a Friday the 13th? <laughs> hmm? I don't know. May, uh, let's see. May 10th in Santa Monica. And then France. It came out like September, October, November. All the way across the world. Shit, Chris. May 13th, 1994 was a Friday. Friday 13th. Come on. Of course it would be. That's so like... You know, come on. The movie's riddled with bad luck, right? Why wouldn't they release it on a Friday the 13th? (laughs) Sure. The actor died while filming this movie. You know, nowadays, they make... No, don't put it out. That's insulting to the family. You know, you wouldn't see anything. That you wouldn't see a video version of him at all. And like, yeah, the fucking the um, the main guy, fucking, he snorts fucking bones, right? He's snorting like bones. Uh, what's his name? Okay, Eric Draven, Brandon Lee. Uh, God damn, what was his name, man? He was the the uh, protagonist in the whole movie. God damn, I forget his name. Uh, it doesn't even have his name here. Top, he's not even in the top build cast. 
Dun, dun. They have T-Bird. They have... What the fuck? They have Fun Boy. They have T-Bird. They have Tintin. They have Shank. Tint- These are all the guys. Like, Shank's dead, man. These are all the guys. Remember they're doing shots of whiskey with bullets? Uh, Wow. And they don't even have the lead guy... Yeah, I don't remember shots of whiskey with bullets. Yeah, there's like, boom, throwing up bullets, like, higher the caliber. Like, boom, 44, boom, and then they, bam, take a shot of whiskey. They need to not be chumps and do that with, like, a fucking... An uh, M60? Yeah. (laughs) I always think, like, a a 40-millimeter Vulcan cannon kind of deal. Like a 50-caliber bullet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shotgun shells? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with this fucking uh, artillery shell. Like deep-throating elephant bullets. (laughs) (laughs) It's not gay, I swear. It's a bullet, brother. It's not gay. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, so what do I rate this movie? Four to five ear holes. Uh, Four to five eye holes. And about a four out of five... Oh, uh, that's a good one. Um, heroin needle deaths. Or four to five uh, bad Jesus jokes. That's a great Jesus joke in there. <laughs> uh, what was it again? Jesus walks in with two nails. Can you put me up for the night? Nope. Zing! Come on, that, was a, that was a great one. Jesus walks yeah. into a um, hotel with two nails. Can you put me up for the night? I don't take up a lot of room. <clears throat> Yeah, just need some wall space. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll echo your sentiment. Uh, four out of five streaky fucking face paints. Streaky face paints. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are we gonna go out with? You want to do some rock? It wants to do rock anthems. Rock anthems. We can go out with some rock anthems. We can go out with some mellow makes, bars. Well, what? A little nerd. Little nervous. Rock anthems can be good or shitty. Rock and what do we got here? Ah, oh, we got Stranglehold. We got Immigrant Song. <clears throat> we got uh, Limelight, your favorite. Uh, yeah, totally. By Rush. Oh, Crazy On You. That's your another favorite. We got Kickstart My Heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Turn the Page. Those are your other favorite. Uh, all right, we'll just go out on Bang a Gong. All right, who are friends? Unless I can find another one. I just leave it on T Rex. Oh, never mind. So, growing up, not growing old, uh, Big Papa podcast. Bold and Belligerent, Paint a Black Podcast, Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, Geek Dig Pod, The Awkward Podcast, uh, Fear Horrible, cast, ga- horrible Gamers, cast, Naked Podcast, Naked Porch Podcast. Yeah, I think, I don't know if they're recording anymore. Oh, really? There's so many people have dropped off, man. I know. They haven't put out a show in months. Oh, uh, uh, Bold and Belligerent just put out their first show in a month. It was funny, man. Good job. Really? It's been a month? Yeah, at least. Wow. Something like well, that. Right yeah. Uh, let's see who else. The Lo-Fi Show, uh, Cosm Earth Podcast, 
everyone over at batsquadnetwork.com. Uh, go check out all the great shows over on that website. That's our uh, our network. Oh, and, and next, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if you're looking for some caffeine, go go to deadsledcoffee.com. Uh, check out the coffee there. That's some fucking killer fucking bean, man. Oh, and also next week, um, Skip won't be here, but I'm gonna have Sean from Horribly Awkward on. We're gonna rate Venom, and I'll try to get somebody else on. We'll see. I don't know. Right we'll see. On. Yeah. Yep. The wifey's having surgery, folks, so I've got to duck out for a week. So that'll be fun. Woo! Oh, here, here's one. Here we go. Come on, rock them. Quite right. No, fuck that shit. Hold on. Whatever. All right, guys, we're out of here. Bye. Take it sleazy. Don't you love her badly? Don't you need her badly? Don't you love her ways? Tell me what you say.